Earth rules do not apply to space rules. I feel like in space rules, once you're done, you're done. You cut that cord, man. Like, you just... <laughs> I feel like that's just how it's gotta be. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spoiler Warning Podcast. This is review number 446 of the review of Life. I am Christopher Schneezy. I am Carson Patrick. And if you're joining us for the first time, the Spoiler Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, we're talking about a little near-future space film. Um, and so, in, in the spirit of that, Carson... Given the opportunity, would you want to go into space? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Although, I did kind of relate to Jake Gyllenhaal's character in this movie about it being quiet up there. <laughs> you, you just like the hum of the spaceship and you just yeah, want to hang like, out upstairs? Yeah, like being away from everyone. And yeah, I get that, but I wouldn't go to space for that. Like, that's just... You go to space and you clearly die. Like, yeah, yeah. Who, there's only few people have made it back. <laughs> like, well, so so let, let me ask you this then, uh, before I answer myself, uh, spinning it a little bit, would you want to do like deep sea exploration? Because I mean, essentially, there, there's almost no difference from the standpoint of like how easy it is for you to die between being out in space in the vacuum of space or deep underwater in a sub in like the crush of the deep underwater ocean, right? <laughs> like, oh like, yeah. But basically in both, in both things, you're in a little metal box that's full of oxygen. And if anything at all goes wrong, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think I'd rather go to space before I go down deep sea diving, like James Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to pull Marianas, that off. Marianas trench. Cause like, if you do that, then, then you got to drown. Yeah. Which is the worst. So I'd rather just like uh, float off into space and like immediately just uh, combust, or you know, <laughs> like just I think it would be a lot quicker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like I, I I like the idea of going to space. Um, obviously, we're still as as a as a planet of people, we're still new to this traveling in space thing, and like it it really does seem that like at least with the submarine, right? The submarine is built on earth it's made a heavy ass material there's this there's this sense that the the vessel you're in is built out of strong sturdy things i feel like our spaceships they still have to be light enough to be shoved into space so they're all like you know there's always like sections of the ship that are just made of tin foil <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like like every every space movie talks about that or even each every uh documentary about space flight right there's always some section of something somewhere that is just nothing is there and it and it really feels like you sneeze wrong and you kill everybody on board your ship um, yeah there's also the sense that like with a submarine i assume that the thing that you're worried about is losing power when you're in the state where like you are in neutral buoyancy mode where you kind of just float there and like being stuck at the bottom and running out of air but i feel like in space there are so many more problems like if you extend past like like fuel is so limited and if you extend past the orbit you're just kind of like kind of drift off into space and if you get too close to the planet you just get pulled back down and you fall and then i guess burn up on re-entry if you don't enter at the exact right angle um right i feel like space right now at least is very very scary still 
And I'm sure we're going to, the people on this planet are going to reach some point in the future where they have to go off into space and live there. But it definitely seems like space wants to kill you far more than under the water does. Um, there's, there's still a curious level, curious level of me wanting to go to space. But I guess I don't know that I want to be amongst the first people to be in like the, the public space travel as like different companies are trying to make it more easy for normal people to just fly up and go to space. Like I feel like I don't oh, want to yeah, be in the early. You gotta let somebody else do that first. Yeah, yeah. You 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 don't want to beta test commercial space flight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you can't do in a sub though. You can't. You don't have zero g. Yeah. You can't float around. That is the you like. Yeah, yeah. Like I I I'm, I I would love to take a ride in a vomit comet. Right. Like I I want to do. I want to. Yeah, like, like where they take up people like just high enough where you can float around in the plane or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I want to. I want to pretend I'm uh, Tom Cruise and flip around and board the vomit comet as I try to <laughs> yeah. film my mummy scenes. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh. I, that's I still, all I can. I still never listened to the tape now. of that trailer with just the screaming. Oh, like I can't. That now, now, anytime I see the the real trailer, that's all I can hear. I can hear the oh, like I hear all the little individual. Uh, people making their own noises and screaming and stuff yeah i mean it's funny like i never listened to that trailer that was uploaded with the bad audio but like when i'm watching the trailer i can still somehow fade out all of the other sound effects and just hear him screaming like it's a weird i know there's probably he does a he does a good scream yeah like that's a (laughs) i don't know if tom cruise has ever screamed like that before he's never uh been uh really in like a proper horror movie but uh yeah, that's a pretty good scream. That was like almost like, like the way he screamed. Like when I first heard that, I was like, "Yeah, that like that's exactly how I imagined it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like when you see Tom Cruise running, and you're like, "Yep, yeah, that's exactly how I imagined Tom Cruise to run." <laughs> Tom Cruise is like he runs almost the same way that uh, what's his nuts from Terminator Two runs. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the T one thousand. The upper body doesn't move, but the arms sway and the legs are like way too high of a run to be normal. <laughs> yeah, because well, he's a he's a machine. He just does it. He has no fear. Okay. Yes. Duh. Um, well, what do you say uh, uh, we we get into this review of life? All right. All right. We're gonna take a listen to the trailer for Life, and then we're gonna come back and give you guys a review. <laughs> guys it's a girl congratulations do you have any idea who the father is shut up (laughs) for story time all right let's go three two one this is dr david jordan our mission is to intercept a research pod from mars 16 steps to fix a shower i'm an astronaut not a gym teacher This is the first capsule ever to come back from the planet. We have visual confirmation. I see it. This could be a major scientific breakthrough. Come on, 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 come on. Woo! Cue Instagram! <laughs> We're looking at the first proof of life beyond Earth. Lowering oxygen, more carbon dioxide. That's beautiful. You're finally a daddy. It's going to be a big custody battle over this one. Are you going to bring the Martian back to Earth? No, we're going to keep it up here. We're going to study where it's safe. Look how fast it's growing. Every single cell is a muscle cell and a nerve cell. All muscle, all brain. How smart is this thing? 
These creatures wiped out Mars millions of years ago. If we let it get to Earth, we'll risk all human life. Let's kill the thing. Good night, moon. Good night, room. Good night, cow jumping over the moon. Good night, light and the red balloon. What is the primal instinct of any life form? To survive. Good night, stars. We've lost all communication. Good night, air. We'll hit the atmosphere in 39 minutes. We won't survive re-entry. But it could. Good night, noises everywhere. All right, so that was the trailer for Life. It's set, uh, I'm not sure exactly what year it's supposed to be set, but it's basically like present day, but it's sort of got some future tech in there, like weird holograms randomly. Um, but anyways, uh, NASA or some organization like NASA has sent uh, a, a satellite. <laughs> the non, the non-copyright NASA. Because <laughs> they, had, they had NASA on their, on their suits, but it wasn't the actual logo. Yeah. So yeah. they wouldn't get sued. Um, well, anyway, so like they, they basically sent a satellite and I guess a rover that came off the satellite that went down to the surface of Mars and took dirt samples and stuff. And now it's basically been coming back after a long time in space. And uh, the crew up on the International Space Station or whatever untrademarked version of that they're in, um, yeah. they collect the satellite as it's like hurling back towards Earth. And uh, lo and behold, they find a single-celled organism in the dirt samples that they have pulled back from Mars. Um, in an attempt to study it, they sort of reanimate it, and uh, things start to go poorly for the crew as this uh, life that they found from the universe begins to run amok on the ship. So... <laughs> that's the That was me doing an impression of the score. <laughs> okay. So the title the title card comes up and it's like like the loudest ass horns you've ever heard in your life I, I couldn't tell if that was an impression of the score or if you were trying to use the uh, the low suction toilet on, on board the ship yeah it probably sounds like I'm trying to take a shit or something um, I was trying to make it so the levels wouldn't go crazy gotcha yeah well speaking of going crazy what did you what do you think of this film <coughs> Well, um, I guess it's it's always a plus anytime we get to review the latest movie from Daniel Espinoza because it gives me an opportunity to just give Chris more grief for liking Safe House. Hey, ain't, ain't <laughs> nothing wrong with Safe House. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, yeah, I, I think Safe Life House. could have used some more Tobin Frost. <laughs> um, but. You know what? I liked, I think Life is a great HBO movie. Um, <laughs> um, I think the first 20 minutes of Life are really great. Um, and then the once the first character dies in this movie, it uh, goes a little downhill. Actually, a lot downhill. Um, but then 
it redeems itself. And I'm just going to give a generalized uh, minute uh, because I don't want to get too specific. But I say it redeems itself within the last five minutes. So I would say the the last five minutes and the first 20 minutes of this movie are great. The mid the middle is very boring and pretty generic uh, space movie alien knockoff, um, which is I mean, yeah, like I, I just wish uh, I just wish the, the the middle had been more like the beginning um, and it's weird because, you know, it was written by the guys who wrote Deadpool and Zombieland, and I think that they have a really great eye for, like, flipping, um, you know, certain genres on their head and stuff, and I feel like they're kind of doing that in the beginning, especially with Ryan Reynolds' character. He's, uh, he's basically playing Ryan Reynolds in space, um, <laughs> you know, being, yeah, being, yeah, yeah. being very snarky, and <laughs> yeah, um, and, and after, and, and it's weird how, um, uh, it's weird how Jake Gyllenhaal is kind of like just in the background for that first 20 minutes. You're like, oh, yeah, like he like pops his head in and is like, what's going on? And you're like, oh, yeah, he's in this, too. Yeah. Um, but, but obviously he's, he c- he's also kind of trying to act in a different movie. Like he's, tr- yeah, he's trying he's, to be in like that indie psychological thriller that he's been like, <laughs> like, you know, and he's like trying to be the very quiet, reserved person who's like, I just kind of like it up here in space and I want to stay here. Yeah, he was definitely. Be- yeah, exactly. Um, and, and I feel like that is the movie it becomes in the midsection. Yeah. Um, and I and I kind of wanted like everyone to be more like an even playing field in terms of like, I basically just wanted everyone to be the level or have some level of sass that Ryan Reynolds had, uh, to, to basically make it like a, basically make it like a Shane Black movie where everyone is just kind of given their quips. I mean, I, I, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not boring, although some of it it gets a little tedious. I, I feel like that that score though. I really like that score, and it's almost it's almost so loud on purpose to just drown out the mediocrity. Like it it gets like, and uh, it, I think it definitely helped that like the the theater I was in, the sound was like really loud for some reason. Like it wasn't anything any kind of special, you know, uh, kind of sound thing. It, I guess it was just. Maybe it was because during the previews, the, the sound was literally off. Like the previews were playing and there was no sound. Someone went out and then they when they turned it on, it was like, like it was so loud. It was almost like they turned it on extra loud to be like, we're sorry. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like uh, it was it was very loud. Um, but yeah, that's that's really all that it is. Like, I don't think it's uh, bad. I thought it was uh, definitely a watchable movie. Uh, I don't know if, like I said, if it's worth going out to the theaters, but, um, yeah, I, the, the last five minutes almost completely redeems the whole thing, but, uh, like to the level, it's almost like, it's almost akin to the ending of Crank 2. Like it's almost that type of an ending. So, but I mean, so, so the weird thing for me about that is I, I feel like, I feel like the film, from the moment that uh, that the the trailer scene where the one guy the thing grabs the guy's hand, like from that moment yeah. on, I feel like this is the same movie. So it's weird to me that like the the level of insanity at the end 
it feels like a gradual progression for me. And it, and it's kind of weird that like you praise that bonkers stuff, but not the, not the in-between thing. Yeah. Well, I guess I just wasn't expecting it to go that way. Like to really go all in. Gotcha. Um, cause we're just not used to that. Um, so I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm glad they went that way. Maybe, because I, I, I feel like all that stuff in the middle where uh, the alien gets loose and is doing its thing, uh, I mean, that, that stuff becomes pretty standard, like uh, sci-fi horror movie kind of stuff. Um, and it was kind of missing that that like extra ingredient to like make it a little bit different from all the other uh alien knockoffs that have that we've gotten you know and stuff and and i think that it also didn't help that like all of the dialogue at least in that especially in later on is just all people talking like you know tech jargon it's uh, it's it's really the the worst tech jargon too like it's (laughs) it's so bad like i i almost have like my 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 i think i think the the oh shit we're stuck in one location with a creature that's trying to kill us part of this film is fine like i like it's not particularly yeah no that's but it's it's totally adequate and fine but i think the writing in this in general is just horrendous like like yeah which is weird because those two guys are like i said are usually uh pretty good about kind of flipping this stuff on its head yeah but it's weird like the way they tried to explain what they're doing when they don't have to right like they're failing at the tech jargon but they're going out of their way to say tech jargon when there's no like no one's asking them to right nobody has to do it like so nobody needs to explain i'm doing this or i'm adding this like they could skip all that by and just like do the bare minimum, minimum, like with, with with what's going on, and it would accelerate the story because we care. Le- like as watchers of the film, we don't really care about the scientific discovery of what they're doing. We just care about the fact that this thing is now loose on the ship, and 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 what are they gonna do, right? Like that's that's the thing that we really really care about. And I think yeah. that aspect of things is is adequate enough to carry this film as an enjoyable watch. Yeah, I mean, like, that, I think, yeah, there's a lot of, like, really on-the-nose things where, like, characters are explaining what's happening when they don't need to. Um, And that is what gets annoying. Um, And also, Jake Gyllenhaal has a realization at one point because he reads Goodnight Moon, (laughs) which sounds sounds funny, but it's not. You're just like, come on, hurry up. I'm just laughing because, like, literally... I, it, it was weird, like, f- several moments before then, I was like, couldn't they just do this? And, like, he wouldn't do it. And then he starts reading the book, and he's like, good night, air. <laughs> he air. had to have the realization. What about the air? And it's like, yeah, yeah. no shit, dude. <laughs> dude, aren't you supposed to be, like, a doctor? Like, aren't you supposed to be smart? Come on. Oh. Come on, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it was pretty silly, as, but not in a good way. Like, And also the... The uh, the creature, the alien, just looked like some leftover monster from Pacific Rim or something. I mean, I, I, I what I like about what they did with the creature is that they went for this like little octopus 
type thing, yeah. right? Like whenever you watch like nature videos of octopuses, they always move and do weird things that is, it's already creepy as hell, right? Like you can totally see, I mean, there's even like a giant octopus in Kong Skull Island, right? And like you can yeah. see how threatening it is to have a creature that is so much more like nimble than you are and can like squeeze through little things. Like you ever see like the, the videos of an octopus in a, an aquarium escaping through like a little tube in the side and then it's like making its way out right and you're like how how does a creature move like this so like the idea of an alien who apparently hasn't like imagine an octopus that was like super super ripped (laughs) yeah he's very muscly and when he consumes flesh he gets more muscly yeah 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 (laughs) i i think really that idea was sort of the most interesting thing about the film for me is like the idea like this thing was already terrifying when it was small and it's just getting bigger. The it's like most of the time when there's a thing like, you know, like uh Freddy Krueger doesn't get stronger with every kid that he kills. right? <laughs> so yeah. Everybody is running away from the same Freddy Krueger. So, but like in this story, we're in a scenario in which like any it's, it's not, there's, there's like, there's like three main issues that the crew has to overcome. One issue is they just don't want to die, period. The second issue is that if they die, this creature gets stronger. So it's not just about living. It's about making sure nobody else dies either because then the, then, then the creature becomes like in, in, an even crazier adversary. And the last thing is that like they're currently in orbit around the Earth. And if like they're starting to learn that this thing is pretty strong and there's a fear that maybe it could survive reentry if like even if they like try to throw it um, – like, I, I, like if they, if they if they were to try to eject it out of the ship, and then hope that it dies in the atmosphere, there's a chance that it could not die in the atmosphere, right? So there's always yeah. this like fear of like we 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 don't know what's going on. This thing's trying to kill us, and that thing is really deadly, and we worry about what could happen if this thing ever got to the to planet surface. And then that kind of makes it, um, it, it it's like taking. It's it's taking like the ending to Apollo eighteen, <laughs> and, oh, and like making I forgot a, about that, and then making a much better film about it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot, lot more budget here. Yeah. Um, but I kind of wanted, I wanted more of like, because it it is like a a weird alien octopus, and I was hoping to get more of like the fact that you know octopuses can squeeze through tight spaces yeah now i i understand that like the 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 way obviously they couldn't have this alien burst out of someone's chest because then people would just be like fucking alien this stupid yeah um but the i was expecting that it to at least like crawl out of someone's orifice like an octopus <laughs> through a small hole like come out of someone's nose or ear or or butt i don't know but something like that um but because like i was kind of disappointed on the kill front because the the kills aren't really as as insane as they could have been it's really just kind of like uh, like shrug shoulder shrug kind of thing I mean, um, but you have to give it credit for making the film at least be rated R and oh, yeah, having yeah. like copious amounts of blood and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely blood and stuff. It just wasn't as for being an R rated movie. It wasn't as gory as I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, I guess it's good that they do drop the F bomb a lot because it is kind of stupid in these space movies 
where people are just like, you know, get to the get that freaking thing off. It's like no one in their mind in in life or ever in that situation would be like it would just be all like, what the fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> like, and like, and then there's like a, there's a scene in this movie where everyone is just shouting fuck because they're just don't know what to do yeah. and are scared and whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I appreciated the fact that they didn't make it like some PG 13 kind of deal. Um, and I think that obviously that is also in line with the, the ending. Um, and like, it almost, like I said, I said crank too because it felt like a, it almost felt like a middle finger ending, uh, just for certain things that <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal says and stuff about Earth. I don't know. It was just, uh, <laughs> it was very uh, like, oh okay, like, but I don't know, like, just I, I wish the 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 stuff in between was a lot stronger. Um, but I did like the the opening scene it was big, the big oneer, the big one take. Uh, that was pretty cool. Um, I think I think Daniel Espinosa had to had to limit himself on the shaky jiggly cam because it was in space. Like it had to be. It was in this tight quarters. Well, I assume there's like, a lot of motion control rigs involved in like all yeah, the like wire he, hanging and crap that people have to do to make these shots. Yeah, he couldn't go ham on all the shaky cam shit. Yeah. So that was it. Was almost like the he it was forcing him to shoot a movie properly. Yeah. So that was that was nice. It wasn't all <laughs> it wasn't like the Power Rangers movie. Let me tell you that. It looks like they had strapped cameras to jackhammers. It was so bad. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was I mean, that was appreciated, at least. Um, there was something else that I remembered, but now I can't. I don't know. All right. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, uh, we, we've been talking about it, but I, I think I think this film is sort of like it's it's a it's a it's an adequately fun watch. Um, but there are a lot of stupid things like there, there is there's this whole uh, we'll call it a mechanic in the film, this idea of firewalls. Right. A series of these protections that. Oh, uh, yeah. If one, I didn't if, even get that. Like, it, until <laughs> she was uh, talking about the girl from um, Rogue Nation was talking about it. And I was just like what like when did she explain that like what yeah yeah like, like it, 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 right it's, over it's, my head it's it's really a series of like fallbacks and contingencies um but like so they they call it, they they refer to these things as, as firewalls and like for instance uh you know the first firewall is like if if the box fails then the room is sealed off right and then the next thing is like well if the room is like infiltrated then we try to do this and then if something is bigger than like there's just these series of fallbacks that are if if the the creature and I just triggered Siri. Um, if the creature um, breaks out of one containment, there is some other contingency to deal with that fact. Like all this leads back to what if this life form we? It, what if the satellite that came back from Mars contains some sort of life and that life is harmful for, to us? How do we deal with it? How is the last firewall not nukes? <laughs> right? Like I don't I don't understand why there's never a scene where planet Earth goes like, is there some shit going down up there? Let's just nuke the fuck out of it. Because like the the idea is that th this existence of this life is such a, a mer like important proof of life in the in the galaxy that uh, that 
like it we're, we're constantly broadcasting with the space station down to planet earth a a group of elementary school students their school wins the raffle and the school as a whole gets to pick a name for the alien creature so like mm-hmm. It's definitely not like, oh, we named the alien creature and then nobody gets suspicious when nobody from the space station is talking anymore, right? Like, like it, it's, yeah. it's clear that even if communication can never be reestablished, there should be a, quote, firewall in place that says, like, you know, we haven't talked to them up there for, like, the last five days. Do we think something bad happened? Maybe, maybe we should just nuke the space station out of the sky. Um well, there is a there is like a failsafe plan that she explains, but it's 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 easily rendered like yeah, yeah, yeah. useless. It, it's <laughs> it's basically it, it's just stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very much like, oh well, that is dumb. Yeah, but but uh, but, but 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 as I said, like th- there is something fun to. It's it's like it, on the one level, this film is splice in space, right? Just not as good. <laughs> but like, well, it's, it's also yeah. It's the same thing. It's like we have life. It's this little creature. Aw, oh, isn't it cute and fun? Oh wait, it's suddenly not cute and fun. Oh shit, run for your life, right? Like that's, that's, <laughs> that's, and then Ryan Reynolds has sex with it <laughs> inside you. Um, <laughs> but yes, like it, it's it's. It's a silly, dumb film, and I think it's it, it 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 can definitely be dumber than it is silly. But I think the silly parts are kind of fun, and you do have that like you do have that amped up uh, uh, adrenaline in moments where like the thing is flying at them and they're trying to shut corridors or like you know the moments where they're trying to close things that it could possibly get through and stuff like that. Like there, there, there's plenty of times in this film to have fun with and enjoy. It's just not anything that is gonna be as memorable you know the the creature stuff is not the story of the creature is not as good as splice the space stuff is not as good as sunshine like there's all these other films that are like the really good version of this tale um and this is sort of like this mishmash of of the least cool parts of those stories in something that is fairly competent right yeah like i think i think uh I think I think Sunshine is like the best modern sci-fi like you know horror horror space movie. Like that's the best like um recent like post alien, you know, knockoff or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, it's great. I mean, I even love the craziness that turns a lot of people off towards the end of the Yeah, film. yeah. I, yeah, I remember when they when they said that and I was like, whatever. Like I remember going to see it in theaters and being like, I who cares? Like it was cool. Yeah. Um but yeah, like um and then it, the same guy was in this movie too. The the uh yeah the, the, the asian guy yeah yeah he was the it was the same guy um but yeah like that i kept thinking of sunshine because that probably is the most recent sci-fi movie to to at least not fall under like and do its own thing like in a total totally complete way yeah um but yeah there's just not enough to separate it out from from the rest like i i feel like the the kind of bookends of this movie do, but then that middle part is not, and there's just not enough to like really 
sustain it and set it apart so yeah and, and i think too if like if we keep comparing it to, to sunshine in sunshine there there's a limited crew they're on a very specific mission and the entire like the 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 viability of the planet as a whole is, is hinges on their mission right if they cannot make it all the way to the sun and set off this nuclear payload then the whole planet's going to die soon um in this story it's a similar thing. It's a, it's a small crew stuck in a station. They have to carry out this mission, which is don't let this thing onto the planet, because if it's onto the planet, there's potential for worldwide catastrophic events, right, in theory. Um, but in, in Sunshine, there's a lot of moments where it's like characters deciding who lives and who dies, and them having to make decisions based on the fact that, like, okay, well, Killian Murphy is the guy who knows how to deploy the payload once we get there. So no matter what, if there's one suit left, we have to give it to him. Like scenarios like that where like that sort of is. In this film, they try to do moments the same way, but everybody sort of just agrees and there's not an argument, right? Like like somebody's like, well, you're the pilot. I guess I'm going outside, right? Like, <laughs> it, it just everybody is trying to one-up each other in the least one-upsy way. Like, like who has to spacewalk? Well... I, I'm a plumber, so I'll go here and do this. <laughs> well, it's all like really dumb decisions too. Like there's a there's a scene where a character is trying to get back inside, and Jake Gyllenhaal is trying to let this person in, and it's clearly this person's clearly a goner, and it's just like, <laughs> no, bro, what are you doing? Just let that. It's like it's done. Like cut that cord. Like I, no. I, I feel like you almost <laughs> just said let that bitch die. No. I didn't mean to. You were like, I mean, just let, I mean, uh, nothing. <laughs> I was trying not to give away the gender of the character. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like stuff like that where you're just like, no, like, don't do that. Like this, I know that you're trying to like be, you know, humane and save this person, but it's it's just done. Like you can't, like... Earth rules do not apply to space rules. I feel like in space rules, once you're done, you're done. You cut that cord, man. Like, you just... It's, I feel like that's just how it's got to be. I, I, I will say, though, I will say, and this is... This is going to be spoilery, so if you're really worried about spoilers for this film, just chuck out for the next 30 seconds or so. But there is something incredibly terrifying about drowning in space. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty bad. (laughs) You, like, drowning while you're in a spacesuit in space is, like, that's, like, the worst way to go, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Yeah, while an alien creature is basically raping you. I mean, forget the alien creature. Just just the sheer fact that, like, we we were talking before the episode started, uh, or at the beginning of the episode, about space and underwater. And, like, this is both those things trying to kill you at once. I mean, I wasn't going to give it away right up front, but yes, this is is the double whammy. I feel like (laughs) if I was that girl, I would just, like, I would try to, like, punch a hole in my spacesuit so i could just immediately <gasps> like, yeah yeah I would, I would just undo the mask <laughs> yeah like undo the mask, yeah well i mean i yeah exactly i don't know I, i'm i'm just thinking you know punching the spacesuit in movie terms would be a lot more dramatic yeah <laughs> because that's what they're trying to do in this movie they're trying to create conflict and drama but then characters just end up com- coming off stupid yeah because like they're trying to do the thing you know she's trying to open the hatch you know, with him, 
and they're trying to create this suspense and this like oh no is she gonna make it and it's really just all like no like just <laughs> that whole scene i was like let what, her go what, what what would he do if they got that door open <laughs> like yeah what, exactly plan? it's like she's half dead from drowning in that cooling fluid and there's an alien on her <laughs> like this is stupid <laughs> No, I think I think we exceeded the sixty seconds spoiler <laughs> warning. Uh. It's just gonna be one long. <laughs> it'll it'll be like the elevator music, the like please stand by, like do 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 do. I mean that <sighs> doesn't even. <laughs> we didn't spoil the real thing that apparently was spoiled for you on Facebook. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which I still think is pretty easy to figure out, but you know, no, I mean it's easy to figure out, but it's not easy to figure out that that happens like in the first twenty e- minutes. Y- yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Good times. Oh well. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> do you have any uh, last thoughts about this film before we get into our verdicts? Mm, no. All right. Well, uh, Carson, if you're going to give this a must-see, a recommend with a caveat, a wait for rental, a pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it? I'm going to give it a, a wait for rental. I think if you wait and see this on HBO or pay like $3.99 to rent it on iTunes or something, yeah, uh, that's probably the way to go. Because <laughs> like, it's not bad. Like It's not a terrible movie. Yeah, it's yeah. Just got, it's just not yeah. good. <laughs> Yeah, it's just not as good as it could have been. Yeah, like if if this was if this was one episode in the expanse, <laughs> I would not care at all. Yes, I will agree from what I've heard of that show. <laughs> Which the show by the way is great. Everybody should be watching the expanse. I, that's what I've heard that's really good, but there's just like there's too many shows. Yeah. This would be like this would be like the uh, the TV movie in between like the third and fourth season of The Expanse uh, when it eventually gets there, or like mm. the 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 TV movie that you didn't actually know existed until you're rewatching the show on uh, Netflix, which is how I found that like movie they have in the middle of Battlestar Galactica. Oh, but yeah. So uh, for me, I will also give it a wait for rental. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this is like the type of film that you just put on and watch a silly thing where a bunch of people are going to die from a crazy <laughs> space octopus. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I half, I half expected this film should have like a, a, a post credit scene. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, everyone thought it was the, the Venom spinoff, remember? <laughs> oh, is that what people were saying online? Yeah, the someone someone on Reddit had like a crazy fan theory that this was the setup for the Venom spinoff because they had reused, I guess, in one of the trailers. I never watched it. But oh the, yeah, it's like the shot of no 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 they they yeah they used a crowd shot from Spider Man three. Yeah yeah, I've heard of this, yeah. but like I'm yeah, trying yeah. to think of what shot that is in the movie. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't even in the movie. Yeah, but apparently it's in the trailer. Yeah, um, and somebody like did a side-by-side, you know, and was like, oh, my God, and then well, I the, guess, the, you know, the... The dumb thing yeah. about that, though, is if you look at the side-by-side shots, it's the same crowd, but it's a different take. Like, the people are standing in a different configuration, because I remember looking at that article online, too, and I feel like 
that is just a studio is like, you know what, we're going to get like 50 crowd shots that we can use in any movie for the next several years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and it makes sense, too, since both movies are uh, Sony movies. They just, yeah. They're like, oh, let's go grab some footage that we have lying around, you know, yeah, crowd yeah. footage, and throw that in there. I'm just, um, I'm just surprised we didn't find out late in the game that this is another film set in the Cloverfield universe. Yeah, no, it's funny because um, I was like, they could have easily made this a Venom spinoff. Like, they could have very easily done that if they wanted to. Well, it, it, would, the, it wouldn't really make sense why, like, the thing tries to eat humans on the space station, but then when, if it were to get to Earth, it would just turn into a, a, an evil villain suit. <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's funny because the... And I don't know if this is insider information or not, but the so the the next the next supposed Cloverfield spinoff, God Particle, or as what it, what it was called, yeah, um, th- that got pushed back to October, like that um, apparently is like almost identical to life because oh, really? because Sky uh, Skydance Productions who produced Life. Um, usually works with Paramount, and they pass on life because they're like, oh, it's too close to God Particle, which was already in production. So they 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 took life over to Sony. Um, so we might have a situation. We might have a situation where God Particle or whatever it ends up being called, uh, Ten Cloverfield God Particle Lane or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, like whatever that ends up being Station. called. Yeah, ex- <laughs> whatever that ends up being called, uh, it could be could be very very similar. I don't know. That is interesting though. Like that that makes total sense because like towards the end of this film, like I, I all I could think was like if this turns out to be like the lead into <laughs> yeah. some creature that Godzilla is gonna fight in a few movies or something. Like, it would so- be hilarious. It would be hilarious if if God Particle or whatever had the like exact same ending. Oh, it'd be, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> well, we'll find out, I guess. But yes. Um, yeah, so uh, this is our review of Life, uh, Life Parentheses 2017, as the film is officially called. <laughs> yes, it's not the movie with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence from back in the day. <laughs> it's not that life. Um but this, this this film could have used some Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, it could have used some more humor after uh, some other humor died. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So, Carson, if people want to find you throughout the week, where can they do that? Uh, you can find me in space, I guess, working out, reading Goodnight Moon. <laughs> People can find me over at ChristopherInRealLife.com or Twitter.com slash ChristopherIRL. You can find the podcast over at TheSpoilerWarning.com where you can get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at Twitter.com slash SpoilerWarning or like us at Facebook.com slash TheSpoilerWarning. I don't know why that suddenly got hard for me. Um, let's see. If you want to get a hold of us directly, That's you can she send said. an email to fans at TheSpoilerWarning.com or you can leave us or, or you can use the contact form on our site to get a hold of us. Uh, music for this episode will be the sound of Carson trying to push one out on the toilet. <laughs> um, so hopefully you're enjoying that playing underneath us right now. Uh, yeah, that has been this episode. Thank you for joining me, Carson. You are very welcome. 
And uh, everyone listening, don't forget your firewalls. Later. <laughs>